Jimmy Butler, he's a very interesting player to me. Just goes to show the off, the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. It, it makes it almost impossible for their uh, for their bats to get going or have any confidence in the locker room when you're getting absolutely hosed on the uh, defensive end. It's like, oh shoot, I don't know where to go with the ball because I haven't been able to think. It's their defense, man. These are Patrick, TJ, Watt. And you saw Luca. I'm very intrigued to see how Luca bounces back after his first playoff series. For next season, there are massive free agents like Giannis. And if Giannis goes to a team like the Heat, like I said before, um, I expect them to win the championship. Four teams who could win the AFC in my mind, legitimately. Steelers, Chiefs, Titans, Ravens. Stay undefeated when they face the mighty, mighty Cowboys with Garrett Gilbert and Tony Pollard. It was a great series. Game four was one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. So happy when the Astros lost because it would definitely be a 2020 thing to have the Astros win a World Series and then you have to hear them. Now LeBron's a four-time champion and Anthony Davis gets his first. That's just, it's unacceptable. Yeah, I was impressed by their game. Braden Point, Andre Palat, uh, Nikita Kucherov, that was the best line in the playoffs, no doubt. Um, I think you have two established number one wide receivers in Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. And I think you have an emerging star in C.D. Lamb. Hey everyone, I'm Jared Sandler and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up y'all? Welcome to our MLB playoff predictions episode. Let's just go over the points. Half a point for the number of games you get correct. The point for game doesn't count in the wild card because it's only one game and that's pretty easy to guess so um because it's absolute then you have one point for the winner of wild card then two for the winner of the ALDS if you predict that correctly then three for getting the MVP uh choice correct for ALCS and LPS well three and you have four for the winner of the ALCS or NLCS and then five for the World Series winner. So those are the points. Let's start with the AL, Austin. Yeah, so let's go with the wild card game. Obviously, we have to start with that first. Um, I have the Yankees winning and obviously one game. Again, that's not going to count because it's only one game and you would get an extra half point for no reason. But yeah, I, I have the Yankees winning in what should be a very, very intense game. Yes, I agree. I have the Yankees winning as well. The Yankees have faced tougher opponents, so and the Red Sox barely beating the Nationals is what scares me, and that's why I think the Yankees are more in a – they are heating up, and this is the right time to heat up. So I have them winning this game, and then, of course, they would face the Rays um, as the Rays were the highest seed in the AL. So we'll go there, and then we'll go to the Astros versus White Sox. So who do you have winning – um, the Yankees versus Rays. So I have the Yankees. Um, it's going to be a very intense series, and many people are picking the Rays, but I feel like this Yankees team is special. Um, and I've said this to many people now, the Yankees either lose in the wildcard game or they win the championship. So that may be a hint of what I'm getting at, getting at but uh, we'll see. Interesting. I have the Rays. Oh, and you forgot to mention how many games. Oh, my bad. Uh, I have the Yankees winning, obviously, three, because you have to win the series, and I have the Rays winning one. Oh, wow. So four games. Yeah. 
Okay. That that's um, so the Yankees obviously win at home. I think the Yankees will clinch at home instead of clinching in Tropicana Field, which would be a home game for the Yankees anyway, since the Rays have no fans. Yeah, so I have the ALDS um, going all the way, and the ALDS is five games, correct? So I have it going five games, and I have the Rays winning. I kind I like the Rays. Um, I think the main thing I have the problem with the Yankees is you and I were talking about this in the wild card episode. It's homers or nothing much else in between. Like the Yankees can hit homers, and with the DJ LeMahieu being out, that takes a big part of your offense because like yes he can hit homers but he can hit elsewhere i know judge can but part of your lineup is just homers or that's it i really like the Rays pitching staff even without glass now and then um they do have some good hitters and they have a multifaceted lineup or a multi-dimensional lineup so that's why i have them going the full distance i have them going the full distance in this series um as it's going to be tough, especially since they just played each other. But I think they will pull it out. So Rays in five. Now we go to the White Sox versus Astros. Who do you think wins? I have the White. Uh, no, my bad. I have the Astros in in four. Um, so they win three one. Um, so Houston wins in Chicago. Uh, they win the series in Chicago. Uh, I, I really like Houston's pitching. Um, I think it'll um, be good. And I don't really trust Craig, Kim- Craig at Kimbrell right now, who's been pitching very, very poorly since he came to Chicago. White Sox, obviously, because he was in Chicago beforehand. But, uh, yeah, this White Sox team uh, just has been on the, ro- uh, the wrong track. Uh, they had a very, very easy division and didn't only won 93 games, while the Yankees, Red Sox both had a very, very tough division, including the Rays also. I just feel like that division is much better than everybody else in the uh, AL. Uh, Houston is a good team, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, Houston also, uh, well, the Mariners did scare them a little bit, but um, I have the White Sox winning in for, so I have them winning at home. Um, I You do make, the Astros do have a good pitching staff, but the White Sox, I just love their pitching staff with um, Lynn, uh, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting? Uh, Rodon. Uh, pardon? Rodone. Who'd you say? Rodon. Rodon, but the Rodone, main yeah. one. The main one? The main, the main one's Lance pitcher. Lynn. Well, I said, no, but who's the other one? I can't say his name. Rodon? I'm confused. No, who's the other one? Who? Let me look this up. Dylan Cease? Who are we talking about? No, I'm thinking of... A starter? Yeah, it's a starter. It's not... Lucas Gaelito. Oh, uh, he's probably their third or fourth option. Okay. But I just really like that pitching staff. So I have them putting it over the top as I think the Astros have kind of died down. And hopefully this ends uh, their kind of reign of the AL West. Maybe someone else wins. Maybe it's the Mariners. We don't know. So I have the White Sox winning in four. Um, now let's go to the ALCS, which would be for me, is the Rays versus the White Sox. Who do you have in your ALCS? So mine's obviously Yankees versus Houston. This is the third time. Um, obviously, the first time, the Astros cheated and the Yankees should have won. The second time, the Astros won in six. I won't say that they cheated because of the buzzer. It's not been proven, so I'll say the Astros won out right there. Um, but I had the Yankees winning this one, getting revenge for 2017 and 2019, mainly 2017 when the Yankees won all their home games and then 
only loss when the Astros are treating at home. But yeah, I have the Yankees winning uh, 4-1. So they win at their home ballpark. Uh, series, if you're confused in the MLB, go two at home, three on the road. for the. I'm talking about for the team that has the most wins. So two at home, three on the road, two at home. So the last two games of the series, you have a chance to clinch at home. But I don't think the Astros get there and the Yankees win in the Yankee Stadium. Uh, 4-1. Okay, I have the White Sox beating the Rays. Um, I think the Rays, if Glasnow was pitching, I'd probably lean more to the Rays, even though they do still have a good pitching staff. Glasnow just puts it over the top. So I'm going White Sox and effort. And it's Tony Arusa back in the playoffs. And, of course, the last time he was in the playoffs, he won the World Series. Against the Rangers. Yeah. yeah. You didn't have to mention that. You could have just said, come on, man. I didn't mention when the Yankees when lost. I did. Well, yeah, but like I didn't have to say who they lost to. Didn't I did. To say that. It's okay. I, I I'll let you. I'll let you pass. But if you make a Cardinals joke when we talk about the Cardinals, and how they're paying me, then we may have to edit that out. <laughs> Just not do that. So that's your warning. Don't make another joke about the Rangers losing. So I have the White Sox winning in six because I believe with Larusa doing well and um, just missing Glasnow for the Rays and then the good pitching staff for the White Sox, I think they will do really well. And Chicago will be pretty happy. At least one part of Chicago will be happy. Um, now I think now we can move on to the NL as I would have the White Sox going to the World Series. And now we need to go to the NL wild card. Uh, so we have St. Louis versus the Dodgers. Obviously, Dodgers have home field advantage because they've won 106 games, while the St. Louis uh, Cardinals won only 90. Obviously, the Cardinals and the Dodgers have a lot of playoff experience. Um, Yadier Molina and Wayne Wright have both won two championships back in 2006 and 2011. Um, and they're facing their old foe, Albert Pujols. Uh, uh, not old foe, old friend, who uh, won a championship in 2011 and 2006. Uh, he was on both of those teams. Uh, and Max Muncy will be out. Um, that's probably a big thing. But I still have the Dodgers winning. I'm wondering how you're going to uh, look at this. I thought you and I were going to agree on this. I have the Cardinals winning. Wow. Because they've been on a hot streak. Well, they were on a hot streak. They're like 22 and like 8 or whatever. Yeah, they were. But but then they lost two games. I, I think they pull it out. And I kind of want. In Dodger Stadium against Scherzer. Yes. I kind of think the Cardinals do it. Because they've been on a hot streak. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's probably gonna blow up in my face, but this gives me another reason. Oh no, my bracket's the most blow up in my face I could ever get. Uh, you'll see. That was a big hint to where I'm going, but mine could epically blow up in my face by Wednesday. Well, yeah, but this one, I, I just have a feeling because I think they're hotter, and uh i may be influenced because i kind of want to see the chaos if the dodgers lose in the wild card round but i just have a feeling the cardinals are going to do it and if they don't i can get be mad at them again so it's <laughs> totally fine it's a win-win either way now let's go to the nlds um so we have the winner you have the dodgers versus the giants i would have the cardinals versus the giants i have the giants in six it so can't in be five, in six in five yeah in five uh I forgot about that. So I have them in five. I think it goes the full distance. Um, but the Giants are able to pull it out. 
Um, who do you have winning? Mine also goes the distance, the distance, and I have the Dodgers winning in five. Wow, I thought you were gonna. Wow, I was not expecting you to ride with the Dodgers. I just okay. Let's go to the Braves versus Brewers. Who do you have winning? I have the Braves in four. Um, I really like uh, Max Freed. Uh, in Charlie Morton, their first two starters, and I feel like they can get two wins early with them. Um, and then obviously they head back to Atlanta, where I feel like they'll win, uh, lose one game in Atlanta, and lose uh, win the next one, and uh, clinch the series to uh, have a, a rematch again uh, between the Dodgers and Atlanta. That's very true. I have the Braves in four as well. It's just not going to go quite the distance because I think the Brewers. Um, they lost Devin Yelich. Williams because he uh, Yo, hurt his yeah, hand. Because he celebrated. Yeah, that's – yeah, and then um, the thing is, Yelich just was out for a while because of his back, so I don't think he's fully back into the swing of things, <laughs> like not able to do the swing correctly, or he's still getting used to it because of the injury. So that's my main thing, why it doesn't go the distance, and I just ride it with the Braves – because they do have a good outfield, and they've been able to rebound um, with the trades they did after the Acuna injury. But now let's go to, so you have Braves versus Dodgers. I have Giants versus Braves. I have the Giants in five, beating the Braves. I think I, it just, they yeah. slow down. I have the Dodgers in five. Interesting. So you have the Dodgers going to the World Series and facing the Yankees. Yep. So I have Giants versus the White Sox. Who do you have winning the World Series? You know what the craziest uh, thing about this is? That would be a very, very interesting. Who would have expected Giants and the White Sox before the year? Man, if you would have paid a lot of money to Vegas before the year saying Giants versus White Sox, oh, you would have made so much money. You would have made so much money. But uh, so, yeah. Yankees versus Dodgers, uh, one of the most anticipated matchups uh, this decade, ever since 2017 happened, and we saw both of the teams be uh, the two best teams, legal teams in the league. Uh, and then, obviously, the Dodgers won in 2020. Um, yeah, I think the Yankees win in seven in Dodger Ooh. Stadium. Okay. Uh, so that makes the Yankees uh, the World Series champion. Uh, obviously, like I said, beginning of the episode, uh, I'm an adamant believer that the Yankees either lose the wild card game or win the World Series. I really can't see another way. Um, this series is very good. This is very going to be a very anticlimactic or very climactic uh, run for the Yankees. And uh, like I said, my my bracket could be absolutely destroyed on Wednesday. Uh, if the Yankees lose on Tuesday and the Dodgers lose on Wednesday, my bracket is over and I will just lose. Well, but, uh, that would be very nice for me. I have the Giants in six, so it doesn't go quite the distance, but we could also see a possible matchup of Craig Kimbrell versus Chris Bryant, the former uh, buds for the Cubs, as they were both traded away in the middle of the season. And then I just think the Giants, um, I think with that experience and just how it's they've really over – They've really made everyone fools for saying, I don't know whoever would say that they would they would be like a rebuilding team. 
and would be just above the Rockies. We both did that. So, um, but who didn't? I don't know. I don't know. That's so. I have them winning the World Series in six. Let's go to our MVPs for the ALCS. I have Jose Abreu for the White Sox. Wow. I have Gio Urshela. Gio Urshela against uh, the Astros in the ALCS uh, went four for four in Game Six. Four for four. He obviously got on base right before DJ LeMay, who hit that one of the clutchest home runs I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, a ten pitch at bat, game tying, bottom uh, top of the ninth homer. Uh, it may be lost to memory because of what uh, uh, Altuve did the next inning, but uh, I will never forget as a Yankee fan. But uh, I think I'm going to my NLCS MVP. I have Trey Turner. Interesting. I have Chris Bryant. Wow. Wow. Really helping him out. Making that trade look really good for the Giants. Wow. Um, World Series MVP? Wow. I guess I'll go. Yeah, I'm sure. going Buster Posey. Wow. I go Giancarlo Stanton. Interesting. The Yankees are going to make it far. They got to hit homers, and uh, I think Giancarlo knows how to hit homers. Yeah. So that now we'll do storylines for each team. Um, main th- We've talked about the Dodgers, like the money – just how much money, and I have them losing the wild card round. You have them making it to the World Series, so it's fine in your little fantasy um, <laughs> with the, how much money. It's not like it's disaster <laughs> if, in my fantasy of the Dodgers. It's a hypothetical, so fantasy. Yeah. So it's very bad <laughs> if they lose in the wild card, but they're very fine. They're fine in yours, and then Yankees. Um, it's very good in your fantasy. Um, my theoretical is, I think, okay. Because you would lose to the Rays once again in the ALDS. Yankees are way too high standards. It's never okay if you don't win a championship. But given how like the season was in the middle with the trade deadline and all the trades you made, and being able to make it playoffs, I think would be very good. And when do the Yankees ever not have high expectations? That's my point. They always do. So it's World Series or bust every year. I think every year we do World Series or bust, the Yankees will be on the list almost. Because that's just the expectations that every Yankee fan has. We've won way too much. So win again. And then we kind of talked about the Giants storylines. Like, no one really expected them to be this good. How? Uh, let me ask you this: When was the last time the best team in, in a sport was also the one of the biggest underdogs? It, it just doesn't seem real. The last thing I can remember is the Atlanta Hawks in 2015. Uh, they were obviously a team that most didn't expect to have the best record, and they did, and they made it to the conference championship. And we'll see if San Francisco can do the same. My brain went to the Philadelphia Eagles because record-wise. They were the best team in the NFC, and they had the underdog. But they weren't really all that underdog until Carson went down. Well, yeah, I'm saying like in the playoffs, they were underdog. Okay, that's, I guess that's fair. That's but San Francisco is not, it's pretty healthy except for Brandon Belt, so. Well, yeah, that, that's just when you said underdog, I immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. thought of the Eagles. But I would say 2015 Hawks also well, fits yeah. that threshold. That's a, good, that's a good point. Um, now we go to the Braves. The Braves. Um, injuries, injuries, injuries. Mike Soroka, uh, Ronald Acuna, 
Injuries, 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 and big trades. Jorge Solares played well. Jack Peterson played well. I'm Duval, who played, yeah, played well. A lot of guys uh, stepping up. Yeah, um, and then next year, once they get Acuna back, Soroka, maybe Kyle Muller um, comes in. So uh, they'll – like they were high last year after blowing that lead to the Dodgers in the NLCS, but they've been lowered just because of all the injuries. Now we go to the Brewers. Brewers kind of been like a sneaky good team. They have Peralta, Burns. Um, Woodruff. Woodruff, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, so – uh, but then Yelich has been dealing with injuries, um, and they did make that trade for Willie Adamas. Willie Adamas, who started really well, so they've kind of been a sneaky team. But we don't have them winning uh, in this or in our either of our fantasies. So that kind of stinks for them as they really got to figure some stuff out because they haven't really come close yet. Yeah, and the last team to talk about in the NL was St. Louis. Um, we already highlighted this in our last episode about the Walker, but they're another other team that had a very, very long winning streak. And if they can keep that uh, uh, consistency, um, they should not have any issue uh, making a deep run. Yep. And I have them winning. You have them losing. So could be very good. Then White Sox, um, uh, Tony La Russa, as I mentioned, the trade. Lance Lynn. Another huge one. Kimbrel. Yeah, it's their closers. Um, obviously, they have Kopech, uh, so, uh, Crochet. Uh, they have so much guys in their bullpen, and will they perform? Liam Hendricks obviously gave up, gave up a huge three-run homer against the uh, Yankees uh, in the Field of Dreams game. It's going to be, can their bullpen do as advertised? This is the Yankees struggled with earlier, but uh, can they do it? Now into Houston. Can they win a championship legally? Can they? And that's really the biggest storyline with them, I would feel like. Do you agree? Yeah, I definitely feel. And you have some big free agents like Springer left. Um, I think Correa leaves. Um, so the, it's they're, they're needing to rebuild or restock their uh, team. But the main players are leaving or no one's ever going to take out Tuve, so Tuve will probably stay. But I definitely agree. It's can you perform well legally because the last time you performed well was when you were cheating. Yeah. Um, now we move on to the Rays. Underdogs. Um, after Tyler Glasnow went out, I thought they may miss the playoffs. He's the best player on their team. Obviously, they made a trade for Nelson Cruz, Wander Franco, the rookies stepped up. Um, I'm excited to see how this team performs, but uh, – I don't have them winning a series either, so we'll see. Yeah, and you mentioned Wander Franco. You got Shane Baz, and we were talking about this in the other episode. They are 25th, correct? 25th in, like, league payroll, mm-hmm. and they are the top team in the AL. And in one of the mm-hmm. top – they were the number one team third. in the toughest division. Or, or third in the uh, – I would not say they're the toughest, toughest division in the AL – the fact oh, that yeah, the Giants and Dodgers, the yeah, the Giants, and I, mean, I would say the you know West would be the best division, but AO, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Because yeah, the they, Blue Jays one, reached ninety wins, ninety one to playoffs, ninety one, yeah. So, what were you gonna say before I cut you off? Oh, I was just gonna say that they have a, the one of three teams that won hundred games. Very impressive season. They won exactly hundred. Uh, the Giants won somehow one hundred and seven. <laughs> and then the Dodgers won 106 and didn't make, didn't win the division. So, 
So uh, that's how that works. Now on to Boston, the last team, because we already talked about Yankees. So uh, now on to Boston, another underdog team. Many people did not have them making the playoffs such a losing Mookie Betts last season. Um, but it's really going to come down to pitching. Uh, they were a team that's very been very inconsistent pitching-wise uh, in some aspects. But if they can get their pitching together, especially their bullpen with Matt Barnes and uh, Ryan Brazier and others, um, they could be a, a sneaky good team. Yeah, uh, I agree with you there. Boston, some people, one person um, didn't have them making the playoffs. Oh, you didn't have them making the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I didn't. But you said never, ever. or like it's, I said no chance. No That's way. what I said. No chance. Okay. But uh, that I didn't have them making the playoffs, but I didn't go to the full extent you did. Um, but I, it's been interesting. I also didn't – I had them losing, falling out of the playoffs, because I had Yankees – Blue Jays in my wild card. Whenever we've talked about the wild card teams like seven times, so one of those times I said Yankees and Blue Jays would be it. So I didn't have them making it. So they are an underdog, and they're starting to make some. You're seeing players like Verdugo, Jeter Downs really hasn't played yet, but um, you're seeing a lot of those players from that Mookie Best trade, which I said was clearly in the favor of the Dodgers, and they're starting to make some noise from the players they got so that concludes our storylines and then underrated player for each team i'm gonna go underrated player um for the i'll go yankees is probably um underrated i'm probably gonna go ride with joey gallo i think if he does really really well he increased the yankees chances um, who do you have as your first player? And then we'll just go Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll go five through one in the AL, then five through one in the NL. Um, you probably definitely expected this, considering the fact that I uh, am a big Brett Gardner guy. But I feel like Brett Gardner, one of the clutchest players in uh, his Yankee tenure. Um, he has more career awards than guys like Jorge Posada and others. Um, the best defensive left fielder of all time, according to Defensive War. Uh, in which I think D-War is probably the best stat to use for all-time defense. Would you agree? Yes, I do agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So I would say most underrated player is Brett Gardner. If he can get some clutch his clutch homers, uh, I feel like they have a good chance. But now, now on to Boston. Yeah. Okay, for Boston, I'm probably going to say underrated is probably – I'm going to go bullpen um, because that's something they've struggled with. If they're bullpen um, – they can do well, that will really help uh, their chances. What do you say? I say uh, Hunter Renfro. Um, he obviously had a long hitting streak, and if he can perform well, he'll really be a catalyst for a team that needs as many big performers as possible. All right, now we'll go on to the Rays. The Rays, I'm probably go underrated player is probably Nelson like I think he brings that experience um, and he brings that hitting um, that the Rays need. The Clutch uh, World Series play that everybody remembers. Well, yeah, they're not going to put him at defense <laughs> because that would not help. So he'll tell him. Yeah, that's defense, not what you should do. That's not what you should do in the bottom of the ninth. <laughs> that's, he's their underrated player. <laughs> Who do you say? Um, for the Rays, I'll go Kevin Kiermeyer. Um, he's a great defensive center fielder. He's been hot as of late, and uh, he's been hitting well, much better than he has in the majority of his career. 
and uh, he could really be a catalyst considering the fact he's an older player, multiple gold glove winner. Um, and I've really been impressed by his career to this point. Now we will go to White Sox. Underrated player, I'm probably going to say um, Hendricks. Um, I think, or let me go. Is Kobe. he underrated? Yeah, I'm about to say. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, I miss, miss uh, spoke. So now I'm going to go Kopech. I think if Kopech can really set him up and maybe eat some innings as a reliever, he can really set set up Hendricks and Kimbrell. So I think he's really big to their success. What do you say? That makes a lot of sense, but I'm going to go with Crochet. Um, I think Crochet, another hard-throwing uh, player. Obviously, this time he's a lefty, but uh, I feel like he really could be an underrated performer in the bullpen that when they really need it, need another uh, guy right after the uh, starter comes out, maybe in the sixth inning. Uh, he is a really beginning that can really bring uh, – the White Sox closer in the game. Now we'll go to the Astros. Underrated player. Um, I'm probably going to go uh, Kendall Graveman. If he can really help with their uh, relieving, I think that will be a really key part. And uh, relieving pitching is important, especially in the playoffs. What do you say? Yeah, I was I was hoping you didn't pick him, but I uh, I agree 100 percent. Has to be Kendall Graveman. Um, he obviously doesn't have that much playoff experience, but the uh, the Astros pitching is going to be a reason why they win if they do. Now we'll go to um. The, I think we've covered the AL. Yeah. So now we can go to the NL. Cardinals underrated player. I'm probably gonna say Harrison Bader. He's a really good defensive center fielder. And uh, offensively, he's starting to pick up. So if he can do that offensively, that will really help their lineup. What do you say? Uh, I'll go Tyler O'Neill. Um, he's just an uh, underrated player in general. He obviously won a uh, NL Player of the Week this week, and he's a rookie. So I feel like he could really be a big catalyst for this team, especially when uh, they have a lot of veterans, but uh, maybe a young gun steps up. Now we'll go with Dodgers underrated player. That's hard to choose. Um, I'm probably going to say Justin Turner for underrated. Um, I think if he can do well, um, he will really just add more to that already explosive lineup. Who do you say? I'm going to go with Albert Pujols. Um, I feel like the fact that he is going to have to step in for Max Muncy, um, he may have a signature play or two that really could be a big moment for the Dodgers. All right, now we go to the Giants. So Giants underrated player um let me see if i can get his name right um it's well i'm trying to think underrated um for the giants um i'm looking up his name right now it is kevin gosman he's done really well i think he's my underrated player for the giants i'll go lamont wade jr um he's had so many clutch hits for them and uh there may be some more in the future if the Giants go on a run. Now we'll go to the Brewers. Underrated player. I'm probably going to go Willie Adamas because he was he started hitting a lot of homers once he got traded there. So if he can keep up that pace, that will be good for the Brewers. Uh, I don't think he's all that underrated, but I'll go. Uh, I, my pick is Omar Nevarez. Um, I think he's a very underrated catcher for this team, and I really feel like he 
he's he's good at framing. He's good at a lot of things defensive-wise, and if he gets hot hitting, um, he's an all-around talent. All right, now we go to the Braves, and I'm going to go with their third baseman. Austin Riley? Yeah, Austin Riley. Um, he's done really well. He, I think, made 30 homers. I don't know if the whole line, uh, whole infield made 30 homers because I don't think Albies got to 30 or Swanson. But it, Riley has done well defensively and uh, offensively. I think he will really help the Braves. Who do you say? Um, I will go with um, Jock Peterson. Um, he's a guy who's been there, done that. Uh, he definitely has a long uh, playoff success Root, um, he obviously is a big performer on most of the Dodgers teams that went really far, and I really think he could do the same for the Braves, even though he may not be considered to do so. All right, so that's our underrated players. Now let's go most important players. Um, do you, and then um, we will talk about uh, some other teams. Now let's just do most important player for the Braves. I'm probably going to say um, – Ozzy Albies, as he's taken over that um, leadoff spot since Acuna's injury, I think he's the most important player for the Braves right now. I'm going to go with Charlie Morton. Um, I feel like if they could get a win out of him almost every time he pitches, uh, that'll really be a key to their success. Now we'll go to the Brewers. I'm going to go Kristen Yelich if um, I've, if he's battling injuries, but if he's gotten if he starts swinging well and gets in the groove, he'll do really well for the Braves or Brewers. Uh, for the Brewers, I'm going to say their most important player is going to be Corbin Burns. Um, this is going to be a very pitch, uh, pitcher-centric uh, one for me. Uh, but, yeah, Corbin Burns, again, you have to get a win out of Corbin Burns every time he pitches. He led the league in ERA. Uh, yeah, he's going to have to be a all-star performer in the playoffs. And if so, it's going to be very hard for teams to compete. Now we go to the Giants' most important player. Um, I'm probably going to go with Chris Bryant. If he can, there isn't some leadership, but if he can hit homers and just be a part of that team, I think that will do really, that will help the Giants out a lot. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Randy Crawford. Um, I feel like Crawford, one of the best uh, defensive shortstops in the league. If he can be a uh, impact player for them and help them out uh, on both sides of the ball, I really think that that could be a catalyst for a team. Now we go to the Cardinals. I'm going to say Paul Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt was playing really, really well while they were on that hot streak for like 20 games, um, winning winning 20 consecutive games. So if he can do that well, he can really help out the Cardinals. Yeah, so for Cardinals, I'm going to go with Nolan Arenado. Um, again, great defensive player and great uh, offensive player. If he can uh, perform in both aspects, uh, that'll be very big for the team. Saving runs on defensive side, scoring runs on the offensive side. Yeah. Um, now we go to the Dodgers. Most important player is Mookie Betts. You could tell when Mookie Betts was out of the lineup and just how that lineup changed, and he was a big part of them winning the World Series last year. So if they want to do well in the playoffs, they need Mookie Betts. He's their most important player. Yeah, I 100% agree. This one was pretty obvious, I feel like. Um, he's been there, done that twice now, and uh, I feel like he is a catalyst for this team uh, as he has experience winning off the Dodgers and with the Dodgers, so that'll definitely help him out. So most important player f- 
for the White Sox, I'm probably going to go with Kimbrel for closing or Hendricks, whoever they choose. They need, they've both battled. Um, sometimes they gave up leads. So I think it's a very important that they can shut down that lead as that will, that makes their bullpen incredible or their whole pitching staff incredible. Yeah. Who do you say? I'm going to go Lance Lynn. Um, he's had a very uh, average second half of the season. And if he can perform how he did at the beginning of the year, uh, they could steal some games. Now we go from the White Sox to the Astros' most important player. I'm probably going to go Carlos Correa because he was a really huge part of when they went when they fought the Rays last postseason. So if he can continue to do that, that's good for the Astros. Yeah, for the Astros, I'm going to go with uh, Alex Bregman. Um, he's been a catalyst for the team on multiple of their runs, but he's kind of not played all that well. And if he picks it up, um, it really could be a, a big momentum shift for this team. Now, for the Rays, I'm going to say... Um, I'm probably going to say... Uh, I'm going to go pitching Shane... No, uh, I'll go Shane Bass. If he can add... To that, he could be like a future ace, and if he this could you're addicted really to this man. A name. <laughs> yeah, I just really like him best because he was part of that trade that gave them Glasnow and Phillips. No, it was Austin Meadows. Meadows, that's what I was thinking of. Meadows, <laughs> and then Shane Bass. So yeah. I'm probably gonna go Shane Bass. That would really help their rotation and really help them um, overcome the loss of Tyler Glasnow. I'm gonna go Nelson Cruz. Um, he had a very below average for his standard second half of the season. But if he can pick it back up, um, we all know what he can do with the bat. Home runs are uh, important in this part of the game, and especially if they play the Yankees in the first round, they're going to need some. Yeah, it was very close uh, to saying Nelson Cruz. Um, just don't have him done do uh, the – just don't have him be in the field so he can't drop a ball. Um, <laughs> now we go to the Rays. Then we go to the Yankees. Most important player for the Yankees. Um, I'm probably going to say Garrett Cole because I think they're going to rely on Garrett Cole heavily, especially during the wildcard game because he's starting. But I think throughout the series, those are going to be big things, and that's why you brought uh, Garrett Cole to the Yankees. So that's my most important player. I have to go a role this Chapman. He's won a World Series before. He's closed out a World Series, even though he didn't really do all that well against the Indians in that series. But um, if Chapman can be what Chapman knows he can be, and everybody knows what he can be, um, he definitely will be an impact player for this team. And uh, if he performs how we know, like he started off the season without an earned run for the first like 12 appearances. If he does that in the playoffs, that could really be a – Closing games is very important for any team, and uh, if the Yankees can close out games, I feel like they'll make a long run like I predicted. Yeah, and now we go to the White Sox. Oh, no. No, Red Sox. Red Sox, yeah. I swapped colors there. Um, so, Red Sox, I am probably going to say most important player is – I'm going to go Bogarts. I think if he can do well – he. If he does well defensively and offensively, that would really help out the Red Sox. Wow. I'm going to say Rafael Devers. 
Um, I feel like Devers is uh, obviously a big reason why they're here in the playoffs. If he doesn't hit either of those homers, um, they're not here. And currently they're playing the Blue Jays today in a tiebreaker game, but that's not happening because Devers exists. And he played very, very clutchly, very well in that game. And I feel like if he could continue that tear he's been on, uh, he's going to be the most important player. Now we go to Dodgers, Giants, Cardinals, Astros, Red Sox, Yankees. They all have a player that has won a World Series with that team. Yankees, of course, I know I'm just gonna beat you to it. It's Brett Gardner, Red Sox, um Bogarts, yeah, Bogarts. Um, Devers, uh JD Martinez, Matt Barnes, yeah, Chris Sales. Won a World Series, Altuve, Correa. Um then Cardinals, you have Wainwright and Molina. Then Giants, you have Buster Posey. Crawford. Um, and Crawford, yeah. And then Dodgers, most of that lineup. Like Betts, Seager. Taylor. Seager. Yeah, Seager and Bueller and all that because they won last year. So, um, they're, they're, Dodgers are important because they won last year and they've spent a lot of money. Uh, what do you have to say? Now, we mentioned these six teams. Do you think that gives each one of these teams an advantage because they have somebody to look up to who's done it before with the team? Like, they didn't come from somewhere else like Anthony Rizzo, and they won, but they did it somewhere else. But do you think it's an advantage to a team that not just has it, someone who's won a championship, but has done it with that organization? Do you think that gives that team an advantage? Uh, I don't know. I think just having someone that's won the World Series gives them an, an advantage. But with the team, I don't know if that's more of an advantage. Um, just because maybe, like, maybe you could talk about how it's so great for this organization, but I don't know if that could inspire the players. But I think just looking someone that has won a World Series, I think that is an advantage. So I would guess, I would say no, because it's with that team. But if they just said, if there's someone that has won a World Series, I would say yes. Makes sense. I think it matters just a little bit more than just winning a World Series, um, especially because the, the younger players will be motivated. Especially if it's someone like Brett Gardner, Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright, who's done it so long ago. Um, those guys know how it's supposed to be done. And obviously with Wainwright and Molina, they won it twice. Uh, technically, Wainwright was out for that 2011 series, but he was still on the team. Uh, obviously, Brett Gardner was on the team that won in 2009. I think the players that won a long time ago, when it's only a few guys, I think it really does matter more. Because those guys you can look up to, hey, they've been here. They're veterans they've done that it's much different when it's a younger player uh for a team that has a lot of players who already won a world series because they won it recently in my opinion okay yeah it's solid um so that concludes our predictions video um we will definitely be paying attention to this and uh we'll see how tuesday goes for austin and wednesday because both i have the Dodgers oh, yeah, making yeah. the world series and the yankees making the world series so i could be in uh Deep waters if uh, this does not turn out the way I predicted. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions. Mm-hmm.